Welcome to Waste of Space, episode one, featuring your host, Tech Wipe. This is the pilot episode. The pilot. What's a pilot? You know, you, you do a show and you hope to get picked up by the bigwigs. Get a full season order. A couple of years, show up on TBS 17 hours out of the day. Mixed in with Seinfeld and Friends. Friends sucks. You can't be a fan of Seinfeld and also be a fan of Friends. You're one or the other. You're either a Friends person or a Seinfeld person. I think maybe it's separated by 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 years. I don't I don't know, but you either like one or you you like the other. You get those people that are like, oh, I like them both. They're they're fucking lying. They're lying. Anyways, I am your host, Tech Wipe. I am coming to you from Miami, Florida, a.k.a. the bell end of America's penis. I say that because this place is so vain. It's like uh, you go outside and you're walking through just one giant Instagram post. It's a little difficult. I will say that people don't really wear clothes down here. Some people, you know, it, it's it's nice. It's nice. It's like, man, you're really not wearing any clothing. But then, you know, you're like, oh, Hold on, let me let me go back and get you some clothes. You, you definitely need to be wearing more clothing. It could be worse. It could be worse. There's definitely worse places to be. I'm not going to be upset about being in Miami. I have really no idea what I wanted to do with this podcast. I just wanted to do one to get in on the ground floor before this market gets too saturated. There's not really that many podcasters right now, you know? You find your voice early. I don't really know what I'm doing with this, but I do know that I bought a shitload of equipment, and so I need to use it. So I want to make a show for all of you out there, whoever you are. Maybe I'll have some guests on soon, but first, step one, Gotta make some friends. That's usually a first step. I'll talk to you a little bit about what I see on a day-to-day. You know, I'm kind of hoping maybe in a few years to be maybe America's new Paul Harvey. I like to aim low. Aim low. I could talk to you about you know, maybe the woke stuff or, you know, politics or news or whatever. I don't know. I think people are covering that way better than I could. People will just call me out for being a moron. Whatever. What I will say, though, is that when I moved here, it was in the middle of the pandemic. So it was around July. And... That was right about the time 
when all the media outlets were were proclaiming Miami to be the the epicenter of of the pandemic. I mean, everyone was doing what they needed to do outside, you know, like they were wearing their masks like they were supposed to, and everyone was being all kinds of conscious. You know, some people were going really overboard, like they weren't just wearing masks, but they had the the full-on face shield too, right? And on top of that, they weren't wearing any clothing. So really, it's just a whole bunch of sexy dental hygienists walking around town. It's it's kind of nuts. What I do like seeing sometimes though is is the the creativity of the masks. Like I I was I was inside Koyo Taco a little while ago and I was buying a quesadilla and one lady had her she had a a, a mask on that had a a neck shield. So. I don't know if maybe like tomorrow she was going out to try for try out for goalie, backup goalie for the Florida Panthers. I've never seen a, a, a mask with a neck shield on it before. I'm sure there's some deeper purpose to it that I, I'm just not catching, but it was it was kind of interesting. One of my favorite things to do here in town is I live right by the water. There's a key right right outside my building, and, and I like to go take a walk around the key. It's a couple-mile walk. And the main water traffic traffic lane runs right by the key, so you, know, you can go outside and watch all the hip-hop videos float by, the reggaeton videos. I like being told... You know, you shouldn't use the N-word and you shouldn't use these this objectifying language these days. It's, it's not good for the children. Well, you know, if you're out there walking around the key, you're going to get a hell of an education. You can do that all day if you want. That's cool. It's, it's cultural, you know, cultural norms. Eh, whatever, more power to you. If you're free and you're happy... That's all right with me. So what are we going to do on this show? Well, I don't know. I kind of want to ask some of these like hard-hitting questions. You know, I'm, a, I'm in my 40s and, you know, sometimes you wonder, like, have you, what if you haven't been, been wiping right your entire life? You ever think maybe... You've been doing it wrong, and just no no one ever had the heart to tell you. It's just things I think about sometimes. That would be embarrassing. But, I mean, really, is there a checklist? Like, who would tell you that you were doing it right? Anyways, I bought a bidet. I figured, you know, just in case, just in case. I got one of those cool ones that attaches to your toilet. It's got all kinds of these neat buttons and dials and knobs. 
you know, when you're sitting on it, it's like you're the, the captain of the starship enterprise. They don't really give you very good directions when you, when you, when you first put it on there. They don't tell you that there's a possibility that the nozzle could be pointing in the wrong direction. That would have been nice to know. Did you know that the bidet is a is a French word? I think it's a French invention. The man behind it, Jean-Jacques Bidet. A lot of people don't know this. He was out in the park and you know, he was he was at a water fountain. Was taking a drink. It was a warm day, and then you know, inspiration just just hit him. You know, he's taking a drink of water from the water fountain, and he thought, "Man, what if, what if my mouth was an ass?" Next thing you know, you have a bidet. I lived for a year in, in the Middle East, and uh, it was my kind of one of my first times out of the United States and so I was experiencing all the new different culture out in the desert. It was in Bahrain. And they had what I thought was a bidet. Turns out it was a foot bath. And that was kind of painful, but one of the coolest experiences I had out there, I got to go to the Saudi Arabia versus Bahrain World Cup qualifying match. Bunch of drunk Americans showing up to a Middle Eastern soccer soccer match. Saw somebody get really drunk and pee in the foot bath. But, I mean, to his defense, it definitely looked like a piss trough. You know, you're in a you're in a bar, one of those dive bars double wide trailer and you go in it's just a piss trough it, it looked a lot like that I'm not gonna lie I don't know what I want to do with this thing but I want to do it and that's the important thing is that you start something and you finish something and I'm justifying the amount of money that I spent on this equipment sometimes the mic cuts out that's a shame I want to be in my full glory. I think my wine buzz is wearing off. One of the other reasons I made this is I I want to promote my shitty music. That intro track, that was me. I made that. I want to make a podcast with a bunch of cool music on it, but I can't because it costs a lot of money and royalties, licensing, whatever. I don't speak that lingo. So I was thinking of doing like a cool show where I play a bunch of music, but I don't actually play it. I, I just introduce it, and then I, I just play the same piece of royalty-free music over and over and over again. But I, I don't think it would last that long. I think I might might not get past the pilot. I don't know. It's a thought. Maybe I can just use this show to promote Amway make this into one big one big Amway advertisement. I, I'm from Central Florida originally. That is the birthplace of Amway. 
it's in my blood. I should I should definitely maybe entertain that idea. I wrote some notes. The thing about writing notes is if you write them in shorthand, then you get through them really, really quickly. And you really don't have much else to say. But I'm doing it anyways. Yeah, get on the ground floor. It's a nice thing about there not being that many podcasters. It's like even if you have a shitty one like this one, then, you know, they got to accept you. It'll really suck if you go through all this this effort and there's really like a million and, and a million point two podcasters in the world. Now this is kind of like the guys from South Park who really only made the show just to promote their band. Yeah, here I am. The bell end of America's penis. The veiniest part of the state. I've heard every Florida man joke there is. Florida man, it's such a shitty meme. I really, really, really don't like memes. The only reason Florida man is even a thing is because of sunshine laws. Arrest records are open. So if you're a struggling journalist and you want to write something interesting, well, then you just open up Florida's arrest records and you can find any stupid crime you want. Chances are the Florida person is a Northeasterner that ended up moving down here because they hated the Northeast, but then when they get here, they just sit and bitch about how this place isn't the Northeast. Damn Northeasterners. I like my state. I like my governor. Yeah, that goes against what everyone else thinks, but... I mean, the guy literally made a commercial, a campaign commercial, where he's reading Trump's book to his child. That's hilarious. That's ballsy. I think it worked. I mean, if people are going to accuse you of being that way, you may as well just own it. So I moved here last summer trying out the Dayton scene, you know, on one of the apps. The thing about this city is it's it's really separate from the rest of the state in terms of this is just its own world. And you could you could separate this city from the state and you wouldn't even be able to tell. You get on the dating app and, and I can't really pronounce a lot of the first names I want to be able to but I can't it's kind of a deal breaker for me I need to be able to say what your name is I'm trying to work on my Spanish but I don't know if I, I don't know how well it's how well it's going I'm trying to get into that total immersion thing now I think I'm at the end of my rope here. The key is to get one down. Get one down. Get it in the can. Then when you go on to your second one, it might come a little bit easier, maybe. Or it could be like you're a band and you put your all your effort 
into your first album. You poured your heart out into that album. And you get your contract, your record contract. You go to make a second album and it's absolutely garbage. You know, you don't have any more capital. Or you're a sports star and you just signed your your contract because you played your ass off. And you're like, I got paid. So you slack off for a year. I think I'm going to go places. Yep. Next stop, Spotify, $100 million. I can see them in the room right now. All right, guys, we need to need another podcast to make an exclusive. We got some some money to spend. Who are we going to pick? Let's pick that 40-year-old white dude. Yeah, there you go. What does he talk about on his show? Fuck, we don't know. He just sits there and rambles. Drinks a bottle of wine. Can't tell what he's saying, but he does want to be Paul Harvey. Shit, that's enough for me. Sold. So long, suckers. I think that's a wrap. I think that's a wrap. Stay tuned next episode, though. I will do another episode. And I have Chris Hardwick. He's going to break down this episode. We'll also have Joan Embry from the San Diego Zoo. Bringing some critters around. All right, let's find a closing song. See, I don't pay for this music. I got to make this music. What about this one? Yeah, we'll do this one. to space episode one check out my music tech white you can find me on soundcloud soundcloud.com slash tech white you can find me on bandcamp techwhite.bandcamp.com have a good evening